to I Hope I Can Make It Through, a Degrassi viewing podcast. I'm your veteran, Donnie. I'm your neophyte, Frank. And today we're going back into the Degrassi Next Generation mini-episode archive. Uh, this week we are taking a look at... Thank you, Producer Dahlia, for jumping in my lap as I'm trying to speak. Uh, this week we're taking a look at What's My Line and Dating for Dudes Part 1. <laughs> yeah, uh... <laughs> we're actually recording this because... Um, episodes were lost again i don't want to talk about it i'm not taking questions this time i'm a private i'm a private citizen now (laughs) (laughs) it's it's fine it's honestly these were delightful so i really have no issue going back into them so i'm i'm very at peace you know again frank is one of my uh very close friends but also is somebody who is fully vaccinated so anytime we have to re-record it just means we get to spend more time in person together so i really can't complain don't blame basil keep her out of this i'm just pointing at her like a jojo okay i was like i was like i thought this was it's not basil's (laughs) fault this time she didn't jump into your lap god could you could you imagine if basil could edit for us oh man she could (laughs) oh life would be so much simpler if i could train a cat to edit my edit our fucking podcast episodes and our in our manuscripts oh man it'd be great i would love my, my cats have jobs but um alas so <laughs> producer dahlia <laughs> producer dahlia is uh headbutting the ma- mic because apparently the levels are not quite how she likes it <laughs> i love you but stop headbutting my mic it's good not- oh my god sweet baby here i will give you a lap uh sweet baby I love her. She's she's trouble. Well, oh, she's clumsy as shit, and she'll fall out of your lap. Anyway, um, so this is a lighter pair of episodes, but that's definitely not a bad thing. Uh, What's my line is actually a bunch of bloopers from the mini episodes that have happened thus far, um, which are I find to be very fun. But I think what I really like about these bloopers is that it really shows how incredibly charming this cast is. Mm-hmm. They're just very, very, very charming. And, like, that's kind of what I kept coming back to when I watched every single one. Like, bloopers, you know, some people are into them, some people aren't. But what I did really like about them was, like, you could kind of see how um, delightful this cast can be um, in many different ways. I think that um, there's quite a few Craig, Jake bloopers in them, and um, he is so fucking charming. Uh, it's it the main bunch of jake bloopers are from the what these are all mini episode bloops we should also yes clarify that they're all from the like what if craig chose emma and um the one where manny is jealous of ellie um and i'm just like you know every girl on that set had a crush on him right like i i still maintain like emma was just like yo this is the what if we're writing like emma needs a little something something (laughs) they have such good chemistry it's like it's it's almost more of a shame when you remember that there was that one brief moment like when craig got introduced that emma and him did have some interactions well there was a whole history there right it just like it got so forgotten about and and i get it like i think there is also something to be said about like you know you're in high school and you have in your different grades no less you have different friend groups maybe with some overlap maybe you're dating somebody mutual but overall like you have different 
friend standings. I mean, yeah, but this is also just, that's also going up how, like, Craig was part of the Euchre crew. Right. And we desperately wanted Manny to be in that Euchre crew. Right, exactly. But it's just like, it, it, I do really wish, you know, I really do wish, I, and I, I, I rarely long for heterosexual couples in any media, but for whatever reason, the, the Emma Craig, if it was early enough and their lives went in a different path, you know what I mean? Like, if, Craig wasn't such a scumbum, and Emma wasn't such a fucking... Her? Yeah, Emma. Um, <laughs> it would have been kind of a nice ship to see, because I do think these actors genuinely have chemistry. Um, Craig has, uh, Jake, has some hysterical bloopers. Uh, I think the best one is definitely one of the earlier ones where he's trying to... He's supposed to say Emma. He says Ashley, which is just <laughs> absolutely perfect, given the context of that mini-episode. Um, but yeah, like, he, he flubs his lines quite a bit, and every single time he gives his most brilliant boyish little smile, and it's just like, okay, alright, alright, I understand how this worked <laughs> on set. Throw, throw that boy onto Canadian Tiger Beat. Right, like, the, he just, he just knew exactly, like, what he was doing. Um, there's some other funny ones, I like the ones, it's literally just, um, it's just Aubrey. Uh, just making faces in the mirror, <laughs> just from the, uh, from, which is our, our, which is part of that mini episode it comes from, but he's clearly just, like, just dicking around, and I feel like in bloopers, I actually usually prefer seeing that type of stuff, like, I like seeing when they're just kind of, like, goofing off versus, like, a flub of a line, so, like, I always really appreciate seeing that type of stuff, and it was, it was fun seeing, uh, seeing little moments like that, um, but I also, um, yeah, there was just, like, a lot of, like, really, like, silly little moments, like Jay when he's Emma making that weird <laughs> low-pitched whine. <laughs> uh, but I think what was also really funny consistently is, um... Uh, well, just, just to put that, that whine into context, Emma's like, let's go, Jay, and she starts dragging him away, and, like, Jay looks at Sean and goes, ah, and just gets pulled out of frame. <laughs> It was pretty, it was pretty good. And, like, we don't, I, I don't, like, we don't mention this at Like, Jay's a big dude. Right. Like, so it's so funny watching tiny little, like, um, Miriam McDonald just pulling him along <laughs> like nothing. It's like, it's like if they didn't really make it super, like, weird with how they went about the, um, the way that they characterize Jay in that mini episode, I think I would have preferred it more because just, like, Emma being a rowdy girl is still so fucking good. <laughs> like, I would have loved to see more of that. <laughs> Fuck. I just, a thought just popped into my head. What if Alex and Emma were Team Rocket? Oh, that would have been fun as hell. Like, if they were actually, like, an alliance and, um, you know, Emma Emma developed some empathy, I think, I think this would have been a match made in heaven, hell something it would have been good um i also enjoyed a consistent thread throughout these bloopers is that um ellie's actress whose name escapes me right now stacy farber stacy yes she for whatever reason not really whatever reason this sounds really accusatory she just knows all the lines and she's like quietly like telling everyone their lines which i really appreciated and i thought it was like a really interesting little th little insight into like Probably just how she, her memory works and how she kind of interacts with scripts. Like, she really knew everybody's lines in that moment. Um, and 
she was kind of the one like being like, no, you like you say this after a while, <laughs> which I thought was a really interesting little thing. Yeah, um, I, I I maintain I think Stacy Farber is probably like, an, like one of the nerdier cast members, and was just like, I need to make sure I know every like I don't want to, fu- or just like probably might have like just like not want to like fu- like not want to fub up. She just wants to like make sure she's doing doing right <laughs> right like it, it was just like a really interesting little little thing that kind of happened in um a couple that she had like a couple scenes with sean's actor kind of flubbing and craig's after actor flubbing and then there would be there would be stacy just being like oh, this is what you say <laughs> like hey <laughs> uh david um D- daniel clark yes daniel clark yeah uh Messes up a lot on this, but is always very polite about it. Yeah, he's very, very, very polite. That's a that's definitely very notable about whenever he he has a flub. It's just very much like okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's figure this out. Um, but yeah, like it's just they're very delightful. I don't know. They're they're very delightful. They're they're easy. They're breezy. Um, it's it's a fun little little thing. Is it like you know? It's not going to. It does nothing. It's just it's literally just bloopers. It's basically just a DVD feature, but it's fun. Yeah. Next up, we have Dating for Dudes. Part one. Part one. <laughs> so, Dating for Dudes, um, admittedly, looking at the premise, um, I thought I was going to hate it. Um, because, you know, you have, you have Danny and Derek uh, giving their very, very special advice about how to interact with the ladies. Um, which, of course, like, you're looking at it and, and, you know, Degrassi has a horrible track record with this type of character, has a horrible track record with the idea of, like, what do girls want? Um, and this is some of the more self-aware, um, funny, probably some of the funniest, most self-aware Degrassi really ever really gets to mm-hmm. be a lot of the time. It's, it's fun also because, um... Degrassi, I feel like a lot of the time is, I feel like some of their best stuff is, I don't really want to say like bottle episodes, but I think like clearly referential in terms of format episodes tend to be very strong. Um, Like um, the Breakfast Club episode, I think is one of the best Degrassi episodes, I think, because there's like this, this awareness of a pre-existing structure and like how do we work within that structure like for whatever reason the writers do really really well at that and i think this is also why dating for dudes is so fun um because you can see that they're trying to really reference um kind of just like what like it's like that pre-youtube like almost like mtv reality tv type language and like way body language way of speaking things like that where they're like talking like this and they're like almost like they're yelling at you constantly and it's like oh yeah like they're doing a lot of like that type of shenanigans um which are definitely which is definitely like two steps before the hey guys how's this going like you know like like uh what's up guys it's me here uh, on my youtube channel here to tell you all about uh we're gonna do unboxings like you know what i mean like it's it's definitely like going into that direction but it's not quite there yet because uh it doesn't exist yet <laughs> you just remind me of that nine-year-old who makes like millions of dollars unboxing toys oh don't worry and you know what i'm not i'm not even judging because you want to know what i've been watching for the past couple weeks i've been watching this one beauty youtuber unboxing subscription 
subscription boxes. I have been watching her all the way back to like 2017 going like, I'm unboxing BoxyCharm. And I'm like, well, damn, I wonder what's in the box this year, this time. So um, I've, I watched a lot of that chapter, true crime stuff, because I love Mikey, his wonderful accent and his just wonderful research. Mm-hmm. But I do have to say the fact that there's another true crime YouTuber who puts on makeup while she recounts horrible crimes. Oh, I've heard about her. I'm just like, that's talent. <laughs> I've heard about her, yes. Um, it's like, it's like, it, it's always interesting. I feel like, which I mean, I feel like it's like the next logical jump in YouTube, right? Where we start like combining genres of YouTube videos, right? Like we're, we're going to do unboxings, but we're also going to be talking about like urban exploration. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do unboxings in this haunted house. Yeah, like it's, it's like, it just feels like, like, I mean, that's just how like music genres work, right? Like we start combining music genres. Similarly, we're going to start combining YouTube genres. Like, it's fine. I, I, I just want to combine everything with haunted houses, like cooking shows and haunted houses. Yeah. So here's a burnt out hot plate. I guess I'll try making a casserole on this. Right. It's just, just the little things. Just the little things. Um, but yeah, like Dating for Dudes is really trying to invoke like a very specific, like, I feel like this time period there was a lot of like that kind of like, I keep wanting to say, like, MTV reality TV, but it's obviously other reality TV, too, where it's, like, the more, like, physical challenge type stuff where, they, where like, the hosts are just yelling at you basically the whole entire time. Plus, I feel like, especially during that time period, there was a lot of stuff with, like, um, <laughs> like, uh, a lot of, like, those, like, matchmaking slash, I can't even think, like, like, it's like douchey guys wearing hats telling pickup artists. Yeah. <laughs> But there was a lot of like so it was like definitely like a mashup of those two vibes and for whatever reason it's like it works so well i think the reason we like it is because it is i think you're right it is pickup artisty but it's like the way we want pickup artists to like yep. be corrected yes because these boys aren't going to succeed oh no no not at all they they're acting really good they're like acting super blustery i mean there's a start where they're just kind of use this thing on but then like you know they jump into their little spiel kind of awkwardly um and they walk around the school. They walk just outside of it. You have a big white font and an arrow that says Degrassi Hottie. Uh, <laughs> Pointing at Emma, who's sitting by herself trying to knit. <laughs> yeah, like, she's on top of like a, a like a bench just knitting. And, um, you know, uh, you have uh, Danny approaching her. Um, and he's, he's trying to be like, oh, like, what are you up to? And she's like, I'm knitting. <laughs> and he's like, hey, like, I like knitting too. And like, you know. Why don't we knit a sweater together? Yeah. And then she just launches a fucking punch in his chest. <laughs> <laughs> and it is so good. And like, um, we, because we watched this before, we know Toby is holding the camera. Right. Oh, well, we find that out at the end of the episode. Because <laughs> we then swing back to, like, like Derek, who's sitting on the, like, steps of the cross. He's like, yeah! And, like, he either brushes up against a girl who's sitting next to him, but she just, like, both arms shoves him. <laughs> he launches, like, across the staircase, like, to the opposite end of the staircase. That's, like, that long one right in front of the school. It's so fucking good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then they decide to try and hit on Ashley at her locker. Yep. And, like, she, she is, like, you know, 
her actress, I, I feel like we don't talk about how good of an actor actress she is. We really don't. It's very natural. Like, there's something about, like, I, again, like, I feel like we talk a lot about Ashley in this weird way where I feel like we always kind of come out of it being like, she's so ordinary, but, like, not in a bad way. It's just, she's a very much a teenager, and I feel it in the way that she acts Ashley as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, we, I, we've always said, like, she's very consistent. Yeah. Like, but, like, her actress is also just really good at being, like, I, I think, like, saying that she's ordinary, like, kind of, like, it's a back, it feels like a backhanded compliment, but it's just, like, no, it's just because she's such a natural actress that I forget sometimes I'm not just watching a team. Right, like, she's like, just a kid that just wandered onto the set, and I'm like, all right. I'm like, all right, she's, it's like, um, they described, uh, Jenna Fisher, um, um, auditioning for Pam Beasley on The Office, and like she was so, um, like less or just like like basically just seems so, uh, ordinary that they're just like I this I really think this woman just walked in thinking we were hiring a receptionist and sat down for an interview. I don't think she knows that she's actually here. To, like. I'm just like, well, I mean, but that's the role. And yeah. It was, it was yeah, she did yeah. a very fine job. Um, yeah. I, I think that is very similar in, in Ashley's delivery. I also think that Ashley, um, her voice is a little lower than, yeah. than some other. I feel like, like, some, like, go higher in their, like, and I think it's just their voices, right? But I feel like sometimes when we're talking, like, we, we go higher. And for whatever reason with Ashley, like, she's just a little like she has a lower she just has a lower voice and for whatever reason that makes it more um it sells it more to me to a certain extent like because it's like she so she's like at her locker uh derek goes and approaches her is like hey like i like your locker like location like hey and like you know it's just like like go out with me and like you know she's like but i have a boyfriend like she she doesn't say like super incredulously either she's just kind of like pointing it out because it's a fact (laughs) And, and you have uh, Derek just kind of being, like, you know, just pushing through, and she, she agrees to it. <laughs> yes, I would love to go on a date with you. Yeah, she's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> like, and you're like, what the fuck is happening? And then, you know, at the end, she she quickly, hastily asks, like, where's my $20? Like, <laughs> And he's like, uh, and then, like, we cut to the credits, which is just, like... Toby Isaac joint. Yeah, and then we cut back, and she's just like, "You told me you'd give me twenty dollars," and he's like, "And um, Derek is just like, yeah, I'll give you twenty dollars to go shopping." He's like, "No, I want my twenty dollars." Yeah, like it just keeps going, and it, I, I think you're right, Frank. Like where it, it it is going how we want it to, and like it's still fun and entertaining, right? And like I think I think that's the part that I enjoy where it's that balance of like it's pointing out that doing this is doesn't work but it's not like it's not preachy it's still funny yeah like i feel like it's i feel like a lot of the time like when we talk about how we want to see a show like degrassi discuss like consequences of actions like consequences don't have to be super sad weepy after school special type stuff it can just be a boy getting launched halfway across a staircase. I mean, I remember, like, wasn't there that whole, like, you know, it's just like when Toby was hinting that he wanted to have sex with um, Spinner's sister, whose name, unfortunately, Kendra. Me, Kendra, excuse me. 
and Spinner chases them down and like I forget, did he just like tie Toby up and attach a bunch of condoms to him or something? Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> It was just, it was goofy. It was goofy as shit. I'm like, yeah, like, we don't, not everything needs to be dark as hell. No, it doesn't have to be dark as hell, but it does have to say, like, hey, boys, guess what? You can't get away with this. Like, you actually don't get the girl that you want if you act like a fucking skis. Yeah, and we cut to Danny whining that, like, Emma hit him in his man boob. Yeah. And then, like, Derek is sitting on the, um is sitting on the stairs, and we just see another kid push him over. Yep. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, it's funny. It, it kind of cements their social standing in many ways. You know what? I, <laughs> I would have, like, we didn't get this. I'm very sad. But, but like, I would have just loved just, like, Toby just, like, pointing his camera or at some lockers, and you just see Danny and Derek hauling ass, like, past them, screaming, and then you just, like, a second later, Alex comes running after him, holding a lacrosse stick. It would have been good. (laughs) Yeah, it's just, but even then, it's still good. Like, this is still a funny mini ep. It's, it's, it's one of the, I think it's one of the better ones. I think it's one of the, it's, it's just uh, a very well thought out mini-up. It feels like what these mini-ups should be. I kind of want to see and kind of hope we see more that are more referential mm-hmm. and more, um, you know, playing with format because I think that there is, that is a really fun way to have mini-episodes and, and it makes it feel more, I guess, worthwhile for somebody like me who is so on the fence about the concept of having these. Yeah. Um, so I hope that there are more, and thankfully we have two more of this delightful little series that we can take a look at next week. Yeah, let's have a vote of them. Ayo!